Hey, it's Ruby. I'm sitting here in my living room. It's a Friday, early afternoon. It's 1.17 p.m. January 28th, 2022. I just paused Money Heist on Netflix. I have been watching this. I'm on season four, episode three. This series has been on for a few years now. Um, For those of you who don't know, this is originally a series that's spoken in Spanish, but it's dubbed so you can watch it in English if you prefer, if you don't know Spanish. Um, But it's like um, Castellano type of Spanish from Spain. So sometimes I do have to read. I keep captions on, I mean, subtitles on. Isn't it the same thing, right? Captions? Anyway, I keep the subtitles on anyway because I don't mind them, even if, you know, I can still understand something Um, as I walk away. Like, I don't necessarily need to read everything, but I still like them on. I don't mind them. Um, and I do watch it in Spanish. I, I watch, well, I said Spanish. I watch Money Heist in Spanish. And wow, I said it again. <laughs> um, I understand it, of course. Um, but it's good to challenge myself listening to other people speak Spanish from somewhere else other than Puerto Rico. And not only that, it's a great show. It is such a fire series, you guys. I don't know if you care for um like suspenseful like action type of badass um movies like basically there's some like illegal business going on and it's very intelligent and thought out, um, revolutionary. Like it's basically doing, performing these heights, heists um, and executing it so well. And of course, not without like several mistakes because it's of high intelligence um, and high stakes of missions that are being held here and you know they have like national news like international news um like writing about these it's worldwide and not only do you have to like execute this like perfectly so that you can survive and actually do what you planned on doing with this money afterwards um it's just so dope because so many things happen, like people fall in love and, you know, the dynamics of all of these characters just like, you know, they they move around, they all play a role with each other and there's some casualties, which is always super heartbreaking because, you know, everyone is in on this for one sole cause and it's greater than them that's why they're like 
putting their lives on the line um, to go against like government ranks and procedures like they they studied this and dedicated themselves to this um and the fact that it's you know like I started getting into it maybe close to season two like it kind of took me a while because yes it's it's high like stakes and action and all that but like really like the storyline and the things that they have to um go through basically it's just like so i i'm so into it i really really fuck with this show but yeah i put i paused that for a second because i like to pay attention you know i can't just leave that playing in the background i really want to know what's going on um i'm sipping on an aperol spritz this has been my new fave drink um Someone mentioned it on the internet recently, and I'm just like, well, that sounds nice. And I use the Ibotta app. Um, it's like a rate rebate app. I can get some rebates on a bunch of different things that I like, you know, like I'm going to buy it anyway. Why not get money back with it? Um, and... You can get stuff at a liquor store and there are rebates on specific items there. And they listed Aperol or Apparel. I don't know how you would pronounce it. It's spelled A-P-E-R-O-L. And you get $5 back when you buy it. So I was just like, oh my God, let me get a bottle of that and make this drink for myself. So basically it's um, Aperol, Champagne, and Club Soda. And you garnish it usually with an orange, like orange slice i already ate my oranges i bought a couple recently um it's snowing outside so i'm not gonna go out to get oranges right now but i did have lemon so i garnished it with lemon slices today and still very good it's so refreshing it's definitely something that would be great for the summertime and it is like the dead of winter still it's nearly the end of well you know yeah it's towards the end of january at this point um, so it's cold. It's snowing as we speak. I'm supposed to get a lot of snow um, overnight, apparently. But um, yeah, I'm living it up, doing summertime things regardless. And um, I got to thinking, because you know how I just have my thoughts and want to share. Um, I want to talk about like power. And not the show. Power just, um, like the power um, roles and authority and feeling powerful and anything else that would come to mind as I just go off on this rant, this Ruby rant. Yeah, I'm sure that Many of you have heard the phrase, um, like, nothing would, or something along the lines of, like, nothing will have power over you that you didn't allow, or something like that. Like, that you allow it. Like, nothing will have power over you that you don't allow, type of thing. And I was thinking about that. Um, Because many times have I felt 
that, you know, I think that we like to think that no one has power over us. Um, it's kind of something that we easily probably want to deny to ourselves, like someone else has power over me because no, I'm not going to let them. Um, but in fact that they do, they do because you keep bringing it up. They do because flat out, I believe that everyone is powerful. Um, am I more powerful than others? I beg to differ. Um, I think I am a tough chick. I'm pretty badass. Um, not many people can do what I do. Um, not many people can carry the weight that I carry. Just like emotional baggage and um, where I've placed myself in this world in terms of, you know, what I do as a profession and um, the cards that I've been dealt to, things that are out of my control. Um, I grew up in an inner city. It's a small city, but it was a densely populated area, you know, relatively speaking, not like a, a Tokyo or a New York City or like Rio de Janeiro or just, you know, nowhere like where so many people like densely packed like that live, you know, not like that, but Hartford, Connecticut, it's an inner city and relative to a lot of, you know, surrounding towns and then even even like more rural areas of Connecticut, like, holy shit, I grew up around a lot of people, a lot of poverty, a lot of violence, and that has made me rough around the edges more so than a lot of other people. Um, I am smart like book smart, um, like sophisticated, because that's been my choice. That's like a personal choice of mine. And I do like to learn. So that's up to me to continue, um, you know, like giving myself a good education, like before it wasn't so much in my hands, because as a kid, I can't really choose what to learn. But now as an adult, you know, I can definitely have full range of like, you know, paying attention to what my interests are and definitely strengthening those skills um, that I've acquired, that I'm interested in, that I'm good at, that I want to be good at, etc. Um, I love to learn. I do. Um, but I do have street smarts. You know, I know that nine times out of ten, like, it's best that you mind your business and stay shut. You know, like, don't have a big mouth because you may think that you have good intentions, but it's actually like the results and the consequences of that isn't great at all. And, you know, who makes you think, like, what makes you think that you did the right thing because you just thought that you were? You could be very wrong. You could be very wrong in... Um, thinking you have good intentions. So like mind your business, like stay shut, you don't know anything type of um, behavior is sometimes the best so that you don't get involved with um, anything that can just give you a hard time. 
let's just, you know, put it nicely. <laughs> um, and, you know, don't talk to strangers. Like, you have to have some discernment with that because, of course, I want to be a good person. And if I could help someone, I will, of course, of course, of course, of course. But you can't be too nice to people. You can't be too nice because they can definitely take advantage of that and do some real harm to you. There's a list of so many things um, that someone that is street street smart would go by. And I didn't compile a list for you right now, but I'm just going like straight off the dome and things that come kind of like to my mind right now. Um, so yeah, with that being said, you know, those things were out of my control and I'm pretty rough around the edges and tough in large part due to my upbringing, um, with poverty and violence and stuff like that. Like violence, I think comes from poverty because of like frustration um despair not being understood your needs are not met <laughs> hello if your needs are not met that's that can make anyone freak out and i don't know i guess some people think that there's a certain way to compose yourself um even when going through a tough time. Um, But that's just not fair because I think it's natural to act out when your needs are not met. Um, And I think as adults, if you're still doing that, You got to do the work to figure out what what do you need, you know? What do you need to give to yourself? Um, and what do you need from people? Like, it's a big difference because there are things that only you can give to yourself and you need to do that. Like, not everyone has the responsibility of, like, let's say, paying your bills. Um, You shouldn't just think that, like, other people are going to do that. You have to, if you don't have money, you have to find out how to get money. You got to just find that out. And just thinking that um, other people are going to just, like, help you out with that always. Like, that's not fair. Um, And, of course, I'm not going into like people that have like special needs or disabilities and stuff like that because that's when you're you need help you do need help that's where you can't do for yourself what you want to do what is necessary and then that's when you need um other people and that's where it's a beautiful thing that we have like there are resources you know there are But anyway, 
Falling on hard times can happen to anybody because we're human. And I think so many people that like can't relate to that just think that, you know, they could come up with so many simple solutions um, for those that are like, you know, probably in like low places in their life. Like haven't seen bright days in a, a long time or whatever, even though they claim to just be as optimistic as possible, you know, that realistically, like they're going without so much and, you know, they need, they have a long way to go. But like anybody could be, anything can happen. Anything can happen. I think it's very unlikely for, let's say, a billionaire to like lose everything and like, you know, be forced into poverty. Like I think they that they just surpass so many levels and they're so far from that that they'll never be humbled enough to come to that point. Um, they can definitely, they, they probably still have their own problems, you know, and like maybe they've reached billionaire, trillionaire, excuse me, status or whatever the case may be, but they have their own problems. But, you know, a fear of like being poor, like poor, 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 like not knowing where their next meal comes from, like they have no to help them with anything like they're so far from that because with a lot of money comes way more resources than you ever can imagine like not only are there resources out here for us that are in need that we really have like no other resort um, imagine people that are like very wealthy and the type of people that they can access and the type of assistance that they can have because of, you know, what a union with someone um, of a certain network worth or like just like the mutual benefit it would be to like work together and like like make large leaps and whatever the case is, like someone... Someone needs their freaking mansion's lawn to be mowed because, like, they have to work to, like, keep making money. And maybe, like, they're working from home, but maybe in their freaking vacation home and, you know, their other home needs to be, like, kept and they provide employment to people that can do that for them, like, for somebody that's like a piece of cake and like I can fucking like mow your lawn you're gonna pay me for like you know a thousand bucks a week to mow your lawn it'll take me maybe like three hours and then not only that I can probably do some other job (laughs) and like make mad money in a day that's like a piece of cake for somebody but like someone has enough means to do that because they want that and like you know it's everyone everyone benefits from it um and then you would think to yourself like who has the most power 
maybe the first person that comes to mind is obviously like the boss, right? Sure. But here's when everything comes to perspective. What if someone that like you employ um, is the person that could save your life? Like your life is in their hands. Like who has the most power? And like what if like you were pretty shitty to them? And like you are relying on them to help you. Like I know that's super drastic, but that's how quickly the tables can turn in regards to power struggles. I think that's why we love movies so much where... um, Like I love war movies and like with war... um. There are battles and someone that is really great probably gets their ass kicked, like spread out, laid out badly um, once or a few times. Like there's maybe like a few scenes of that, like someone that's really like a, a freaking expert superhero person. Um isn't really like we wouldn't love watching a movie like that or watching a tv show like that where they win everything um they get their ass handed to them a lot of the time because other people have power too other people do they they could know your weaknesses you could be so powerful but you have weaknesses and all it takes is for someone to learn what it is and they could take you out. And I know that that's not easy for anyone to admit or even me, you know, like, like, I want to win. <laughs> I think I have a competitive nature. You know, I don't want anyone to think that they beat me. And like, if they beat me, like, that's fine, you know, um, but some people like gloat. <laughs> and it's like, even more annoying, you know, because you're just like, okay and you know like you beat me now I could beat you later though you know and like I've beat you a lot already so damn (laughs) um anyone can beat you you know I think that's really awesome when people like find that out and accept that um I have an instructor and like him and I actually kind of like he was someone that actually taught us pretty well what um work would be like in class, you know, while we were in class. I don't have instructors that necessarily do that well all the time, but he sure did. Like he pretty much um tested your spirit. And I have a lot of spirit. Like I may not be the best at something I want to be. <laughs> I sure want to be. I want to do my best. I want to be good at something, like, even when I start it. But if I've never done something, I just know that it's okay if I suck at it. Like, I just have to try my best, you know? I have to try my best and then keep trying. Um, I have a lot of heart. I do. And I really don't care what other people think. I don't. Like, I remember in high school, um, I played JV softball, and I never made it to varsity. And 
like that could have really like hurt my ego and like that would make any like anyone feel like damn really but like real shit I've never played softball ball in my life before I even tried out junior year so I only have like a year experience at this like junior varsity high school level and I never like played it ever before in my life and I have no control over what other people think and I don't care what other people think you know like I don't mind being ranked what other whatever people decide to rank um because I know that sometimes that I know that doesn't doesn't define me it doesn't um I have another example when I worked for Amazon like a lot of people shit on Amazon but like like Amazon can help you do what you need to do you know like it's not the highest paying job but it pays higher than a lot of other jobs and they ask a lot of you yes because a lot gets done in that company um they they are a fulfillment center they you know they're a shipping they have like many locations of shipping centers um basically it's like business to business like amazon is used because you consumer want to purchase something anything because you can almost buy anything on amazon almost anything that you need and they have it because businesses work with amazon to help them bring it to you business to business business works with amazon because you want a business and if amazon what amazon did basically is like if they didn't have it they found someone else that did and they're working with them like listen like these people like they're gonna find you so quickly because all they have to do is just search for this thing that you have and they'll find you and then that's it you sell your item you sell your product and everyone wins um it does what it needs to do and you can move up i know people that have made careers out of this and it may seem like so daunting but of course it would be if you stay at a certain level and they have levels i remember the like general manager of the location that i last worked at and i don't even think i worked for amazon for a year i think i almost made it to a year I worked there for maybe nine months or 11 months or 10 months. I don't know. But it was a new location. And I was just like maybe a tier one, tier two employee. I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't remember. But, you know, I'm low. I'm low on the totem pole. I I was. Anyway. And I am right now, too. I'm, I'm an apprentice. Like, I don't mind starting out somewhere. I don't because everyone needs to start somewhere. But yeah, one day I was on a pit. A pit is um, like a heavy machine type of vehicle. I forgot what the acronym, you know, it's an acronym and I forgot what it stands for. Like performance. I forgot. But yeah, I was operating maybe a forklift. And it was a very busy day and I worked in inbound and inbound was 
basically like where the area of the warehouse where trailers would come and bring in pallets for us to like check in and stow away accordingly. And I would be on a scissor, I mean, on a forklift and go inside the trailer, bring the pallets out and bring it to an appropriate bay. And those bays were a certain, you know, size. And if there are already like pallets in there, you have to work with the space that's available and fill it up. Um, and it was a busy day. So there were like max capacity pits on the floor and we used um, many of them, but right by the trailers, like where the dock is. And that's where I worked. We used scissor lifts. I mean, sorry, I keep saying scissor lifts, fork lifts and clamp trucks. So a clamp truck kind of just like would hug a package and you can like move it up and down and like basically squeeze and you can transfer pallets and packages like that. And then a forklift has two, you know, two prongs, like two forks. And you can just like pick up a pallet with the forks and you could just go up and down and or tilt up and down. So they serve different functions and we would, you know, work together. Sometimes you have to pick up something with the clamp truck and, you know, that and you can just put it on a pallet like that. And then someone with force can pick up the pallet and move it. You work together. It depended on what needed to happen for the day. And I loved doing that. I did. It was so cool. I was like playing with the toy all day long for work. But again, I repeat, <laughs> it was a busy day and there were several rules like involved like we couldn't be in proximity to other pits for safety reasons because sometimes they move pretty quickly um, there are like levels that the pit can go up to if you are good at maneuvering it too so once you get better um, you move a little quicker and if you still are kind of like a beginner pit driver like you would be like in a slower mode so that's a good like learning tool too um, so that you can really have good dexterity, like hand-eye coordination, all this shit. I was in a really tight spot and I was like trying to back out of where I was, but also I was taking my time because I know there are people near me. So the general manager of the building, whatever his title was, he was like the highest one there. He was just staring at me for a while and I felt him staring and then he called me down and I'm like, what's up, you know, because I felt very awkward and like I didn't like that he asked me to just come down because like, are you going to help me or are you just going to stare at me? You know what I mean? And then he didn't like that. He said like, oh, you know, I can ask anyone to come off the pits if you know like I'm allowed to do that and I'm like okay and then we just like did not connect at all whatsoever he didn't see where his delivery was just off and like I just I wasn't having it you know I like didn't appreciate anyone speaking to me anyway just because like just because you have authority to do whatever for whatever reason um 
Because in my mind, I'm just like, you know, what did I do wrong? And I didn't. He was saying that I could have like went into the bay like a different way. But I told him like, it's kind of impossible with the space that we have. (sighs) So like he could have helped me and showed me if he knew a better way. And that's what I think, you know, like I know that I'm not always right. But he literally just like asked me to come down and then told me that we can go to human resources. So I'm just like, okay, let's go then. This guy was so rude, so rude. We were in there. I told the lady like what happened. He told her what happened. And she's trying to like, you know, just like de-escalate everything, understand both of our points of view. And she was trying to understand me and basically said, you know, like you didn't really like his delivery. Um, And he was trying, whatever he said. And he was like looking at his phone as if he was late to go somewhere. I'm like, you know what? Like, come on. Like, I need to be somewhere too. I was in the middle of doing something. And then he goes like, you work for Amazon. I don't even know what he was trying to say by that. And I stopped him. I'm like, you do too. So this guy, I don't care what he makes, like six figures, whatever, doing whatever he's doing. And like, good for you. But don't go there. You know, don't go there at all. Because I don't give a fuck. You know, like I I will have, I can handle like smart remarks and everything. But you're definitely not going to make me feel embarrassed or like you're going to like try to take away my dignity um, without me like also remembering that you can have that taken away from you too (laughs) for real like I don't give a fuck you know you can and when you take away someone's power like probably it makes you feel good but I just believe everyone has power and like they can relinquish their power at any time. It's just a matter of time. And then what are you going to do then? Karma's a fucking bitch. Karma's a bitch. And like, you know, hopefully you're lucky that that person doesn't come after you with revenge. But oftentimes you don't even have to because... You're going to feel somehow like how you've made others feel. It's going to happen. A lot of people don't think so, but I just, I believe that. I do. Like if you ever like tried to embarrass someone and like you made sure that that was like your mission or whatever, like you better believe like. Like, honestly, like, that's already happened to you, probably. That's already happened to you, and you know how awful that feels. And so you, like, you're hurt. You're a hurt person that hurts others. How how that other saying goes, like, hurt people hurt people. So maybe, like, people that do that already have felt the embarrassment or the heartbreak or humiliation or all these other things from people like knowing where your weaknesses are and that's why they just go around fucking being evil I also believe that like as much as like 
I believe that love wins. Like, love is way more powerful than evil. I think that evil's not that far away. Like, evil's not that far off. You know, it's, it's a good... It'll give love a really good fight, for sure. And I think it... That's why it's such a, like, thin line with us and how we're all flawed human beings. Because as much as we want to walk this life because of how much we preach love, right? Because I think a lot of people preach love and how much we want to walk in that truth. Um, Sometimes we're faced with stuff that really tests that for you. You know, like prove if you really are on the love side versus the evil. If you really are a good person or a bad person. And I think it's very easy to fall into either. Like people that are bad, like, you know, we can blame so many things on that. Like if it's their upbringing or it's just them being a fucking asshole just cuz and I think it's rarely just cuz I think it's rooted in something and it's just it's almost as easy as choosing the love side you know it comes really really close but back to my life um, I've gone through many like power struggles with people that I care about, like girls that I've wanted to be friends with. Um, I can see where maybe there have been microaggressions on my part um, and it comes from somewhere, you know, and like maybe I can see where like their loyalty to me, you know, all it takes, it's like in due time um can they just decide to not be loyal you know because <laughs> people are gonna do what's best for them like always in any circumstance um regardless of what their morals are Like, I don't think there people have limits, you know, and I don't think anyone would like suffer greatly just to, you know, probably just maybe hurt someone else's feelings. Like they'd rather not suffer greatly and just hurt someone else's feelings really quick and life goes on and, you know. That way they don't um, risk too much because they have to do what's best for them. And like, that's fair. That's totally fair. And I just want to be a good person. I do. Like, it's so easy to be evil, you know, because I have like not so good thoughts sometimes, you know, it happens. Um, And it's something that I work through every single day. Just... Instead of letting life be so bleak, 
<laughs> like, oh, so many people suck and like, oh, there's so many people that are selfish and like, I'm so misunderstood and blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't always have to like sulk about that because <laughs> there are so many blessings and so much good that I can do for others and so much more good that can happen for me. And no matter like when I want to begin something, I can be really fucking good at whatever I want to try. Like, I know that I'm super talented, for example, and I have so many interests. And it's a matter of just, like, strengthening that muscle that I already have and just work at it some more. Or really dare to apply myself and learn a new thing. And I can just, like, life can change just with that. Just with learning something new. And that's how someone can relinquish relinquish their power. Like, in due time, everyone does. Everyone can, you know? Everyone can relinquish any power that was taken away from them. Applying themselves and doing something new and learning something new and putting out that energy and putting towards energy into that. Because, you know, not only can someone really want to hold you back professionally, let's say, for example, at work, you probably like, you know, it's maybe it's like a really competitive environment and, you know, there's favoritism and all this stuff. Like, yeah, like, I don't know, society really like, you know, glamorizes like, oh, you can just quit your job, you know, you don't have to like be somewhere you hate or whatever. Like, listen, sometimes you just have to thug it out and like grind and like stick something out um even if it's a bunch of bullshit that you don't believe in because you just have to you just have to survive but a lot of the times like you know that's stuff that's out of our control because people just um maybe they have flat out poor taste like maybe that'll help you feel a little better um you can't control someone's poor taste and they chose someone over you you know they can't even like they don't even deserve you they can't afford you so don't even take it personally. You can totally bounce right back from any kind of rejection and relinquish that power. It's just some thoughts that I had in my mind, and I know it's very general. I gave some examples, you know. There's, that could apply to so many things, relationships, friendships, work. And darn it, even your luck, you know. <laughs> Can like change your luck around and right now I'd like to change my luck around um, I got a phone call today with some news about my car so last week not only did I get laid off from work um, I hit a coyote on my way to work last Wednesday and I was already halfway to work I had 30 more minutes to you know get there so I just kept on driving and I was just dragging my bumper the whole way there and you know, my car was pretty messed up so I filed an insurance claim and um, 
I have rental coverage, so I found a shop and an enterprise like rental car place like that was right across the street. So I arranged for my car to just be, you know, service there. And they communicated with the insurance company saying that a place that I went to before, an auto body shop that I used before, they did not complete they did not completely repair my car um, so that the work that needs to be done from this new damage can be done properly. Like this shop basically won't fix this new damage before the old damage is done. So that's like tricky, you know, cause like, all right, I understand like I want this job to be done correctly and like you know some other repairs have to be done beforehand to like complete this right um but it's like far away from me i no longer work in the town where my job was like like this happens like right after too um i got into an accident i'm okay thank goodness i just i don't think that coyote survived it sucked you guys it sucked so much um, I hear a lot of people that I work with like hit deer and stuff like that because they live in like more rural areas of the state and I've never hit a deer and thank God I haven't yet but I was not expecting that um, and life is just unexpected like that so yeah I have this to like wrap my head around and like what to do I'm thinking I'm just gonna have my car towed to an auto body shop here in Bristol and I'm going to go to the Toyota dealership that I usually go to because they have a collision center and they're, you know, they're pretty good to me every time I go. I, I usually do just get service there, but now it's like auto body work. Um, but hey, it'll be like closer to where I live and I'll just figure it out because now I'm like thinking, do I fix my car? Like is, are the expenses going to be too much for me? Or would I consider, like, trading my car in? Like, that's something new that I have to deal with. Um, and see, see what I come up with. I don't know what's, like, the most, most easiest and practical thing. Because getting a new car, that's a more long-term expense like more expensive than like fixing it now um and just like finish paying it off because I still haven't finished paying it off either and like compared to the value of the car I think my car is valued at like 11 grand so it's not too low you know I can get good money from it who knows you know I'm not sure this is new information for me to deal with and I'm unemployed right now. It's just like crazy, but I'll be fine. Excuse me. <laughs> this is a carbonated drink, by the way, that Aperol spritz. So just FYI, if you're into that, I don't know. I don't care because I love beer. I love soda. So it's good. I've been on a champagne kick lately, like ever since New Year's. <laughs> Um, New Year's Eve, I bought champagne, and then I was just like, I really want to keep champagne in the house so that I can have most of sometimes. I just want to enjoy myself, you know, and I, I like champagne. But yeah, I wanted to chat a little bit. Thank you so much for listening and, you know, to all my stuff. 
But yeah, until next time, you guys. Take it easy out there. Oh, holla.